Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. Hello everyone and welcome to Clover Chat. My name is Noelle. I am a Minnesota 4-H State Ambassador and I'll be today's episode's host. Um, I am joined with fellow ambassadors Abby and Lillian. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm from Norman County, and one of my favorite 4-H activities is probably the 4-H camps. Hi, I'm Lillian, and I'm also from Norman County, and my favorite activities are definitely blue and yellow. On this month's episode, we will be talking about building leadership understanding, also known as blue, as well as teens engaged in emerging leadership, also known as TEAL. So the first big question, what is blue? How about Lillian, would you like to answer for us? Uh, yeah. So blue, as you already heard, is building leadership understanding and it is a 4-H camp that is about a day long. Some, some regions do overnight, some do one day. And it's, you, it's a camp that you go to to understand your leadership and you just build on all of those leadership skills. All right, and then the next question is, what is TEAL? How about Abigail, you answer. TEAL is Teens Engaged in Emerging Leadership and it's for grades 10th and up. It's about a day long. Um, it's more in-depth learning. Most of the time it follows along with blue, but sometimes you get to learn a little bit more. Um, it's more of a deeper connection with the 4-H alum instead of the 4-H ambassadors, which is really cool experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so usually um, in past years, blue and teal have been known to have themes. Uh, and the next question is, what is the theme of blue and teal this year? So the theme of blue and teal this year is leading through change. Um, and how about let's go on to some stories about blue and teal. So what was it like attending blue for the first time? How about, Abigail, would you like to take that one? Sure. Um, attending Blue for the first time, I believe I was in seventh grade. I was fairly new to 4-H, and the first couple of hours I was there, I was, like, really shy, didn't want to do anything. But one of the state ambassadors came uh, and sat and talked with me, um, and explained that blue is really just to help us get to know other 4-Hers uh, in our state and we're really there to have fun and to learn how to lead. Um, I met a lot of people my first year of blue and most of them I'm still friends with today so that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Would you like to add anything, Lillian? 
Um, yeah, I had a pretty similar experience with making a whole bunch of new friends and I'm still friends with them to this day. And then going back and being able to see them years after years, it's been a lot of fun to like catch up with them. Yeah. Um, and how about one of you shares a story about an experience that you've had at Blue? Well, this is kind of more of an embarrassing story, but so one time, one year, I actually had enough courage to speak in front of the large group after we did a small group activity. And instead of saying kaput, I said kaput in front of everybody. And then everybody started laughing, but I knew it was fine because everybody would have been embarrassed too. Yeah, and props to you for taking the chance, though. That's what it's all about, learning to be a leader, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, Abigail, do you want to share a story about Teal? So, um, last year was the first year that we got to try out Teal. It was a ton of fun. Um, the most memorable thing about Teal was probably that we were all freezing. <sighs> because the heater broke and so we were all like huddled up under blankets uh, but it was really neat to just like be able to have that deeper connection with the older 4-H'ers instead of like being mixed in with the younger kids. It was fun because like we would still get to see the younger kids like when we ate and when we had the dance but our lessons were more for the older kids mature yeah that's the word yeah they were definitely a lot more mature and then like you got a deeper connection with the people you're with too because it was more relatable because they were closer to your age yeah um I guess that's a really nice difference to have that separation because I mean it's really fun to get to meet people of all ages but yeah meeting people your age and you can really form those strong connections. So that's really cool. Um, and hmm, I guess we could go on to the question, who goes to blue and who goes to teal? Because we've discussed how older kids go to blue and slightly younger kids go to, oh no, wrong way. Uh, older kids go to teal, <laughs> slightly younger kids go to blue. But what are the age ranges? Um, so Blue's age range is grades 6th through 9th, and then Teal is for grades 10th and up. Um, what is a profound leadership experience that you guys have had at Teal or Blue? Um, for me, I think it was last year. I was, it was the night of the dance, and I was upstairs talking to one of the extension leaders and I had started to walk away but I noticed a little girl was sitting on a bench crying and so I went over to her and I sat down next to her and I was like hey is everything okay um and she's like yeah I'm just homesick and so we started talking and she had a friend at Blue um, who she couldn't find. And so that was one reason she was homesick. But 
that was definitely like a leadership experience just because I don't think that's something I'd normally do like with a random person but being one of the older kids and my sister was there that year and thinking how I would want someone to look after my sister and also thinking back to how my first year at Blue one of the ambassadors came and sat with me so Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, definitely one time I would go back to my kind of embarrassing story, but then like getting the confidence then to go up and speak in front of the whole group, it like kept my confidence boosted because then I would continue to speak up more in my small group later on and then in following years I would speak up more too so that just like helped me build like a communication skill and being able to talk in front of people yeah that's a really good skill to have so what are some experiences that you both have had with friendships that you've made it blue um well, for me, I have, like, in my earlier years, um, we kind of all, like, we were all in the same room, and so, like, that helped us build a friendship, and then we made a group chat, so then, like, every year following after it, um, we would, like, say, like, hey, are you coming this year to Blue? And then, like, we'd be, like, oh, sweet, yay, see you there, and then we just couldn't wait to see each other after there. And then I also had this one thing where I first, fellow state ambassador Nick, yep, um, I was first in a small group in yellow, my first year at yellow. And then come it comes around to be blue time again. I'm in a small group at blue with Abby. And then we go back to yellow the next, <laughs> the next summer, I'm in a small group again. Um, actually with another fellow state ambassador, Nolan. That's when we first met. And then and then the next year after that in blue, no, no, it was teal then after that. So we were definitely more split up for teal because there was like, I don't know, just like less of us. So we were more split up. But, but that following blue and teal, I saw my yellow small group from the year before, all like almost all of them were there again. And so it was like really cool to see them like in the summer and then back in the winter. And like seeing them more often was definitely a lot of fun too. Yeah, for me, it's pretty much the same. I have group chats with some of my friends from Blue, but I also was not only in a small group with Lillian and Nick most of the time, but every year, except one year, I've been in a small group with my friend Ben. Ben! Last year at Teal, if I remember correctly, Ben was in my small group as well. So. Yeah, I think I was, I was the one who was alone that year. I think so. Yeah. But it was so definitely, good. it was definitely good to be alone because then I could make more friends. And so like. That definitely helped too. 
It is definitely fun when year after year you have one person at least that you are friends with from past years because you have that relationship and then you also get to meet more people. Now that you two are state ambassadors, what are you looking forward to for this year's Blue? Um, I am definitely looking forward to of leading my own small group because I always thought that was really cool when like the state ambassadors were like kind of in charge. And I just think that would be like a really cool thing. And then it's also like, I, I definitely think it'll be a bonding experience to like see other state ambassadors as well and like talk to them and how like they're doing with their small groups and just kind of like we can learn off of each other and that experience as well. Yeah, I think for me, mine would be um, just getting the opportunity to teach younger kids and being the person um, for them that the state ambassador was for me. I think that's gonna be really fun. I'm really looking forward to just getting to meet my small group. I'm really excited for that. Well, for Blue this year, I've never been to Blue before actually, only Yellow. So I'm really looking forward to meeting the other Blue participants and learning about how it works because I've heard so many fun stories about it. And yeah, just excited to meet everyone, so. I think you're gonna have fun, Noel. Yes, it's so It is fun. very memorable. How about we discuss some of the activities that we do at Blue? Because you guys have mentioned the dance a lot and like you've mentioned oh. lunch. And so what are like some of the key activities that happen? There have been two types of Blue that have taken place over the years. In the Northwest, where Abby and I attend, along with the North and Southeast regions, we do an overnight blue, so to where we get to stay, like, at the location of the blue, or we can, or it's in an area nearby. And with this, you get to, there are usually the girls and the boys dorms, and you stay with people your age, around your age, and you just get to bond with them while you're there, too. And there are also one-day blues, in the southwest and central regions, which I have not been to, as I always have been to the northwest blues. At each blue, we learn about a variety of leadership skills through large and small group discussions. These are led by state ambassadors. We also get to listen to a variety of guest speakers. This year at Blue, we will be learning about how to create and share your 4-H story, creating a dream leader, how to present to a group, how to plan an event and what traits do you see and what traits do others see in you and how do they connect to your values. While at Blue, we also focus on service learning and last year we learned about foster care at our Blue and what is it like to be a part of it. We also had a coin drive to make a donation to a local foster care agency. Last year I learned a little bit more about foster care than I new and it was kind of like I kind of learned about like what it really was and like what really goes into it and some of the legal aspects of it too and this year we will be focusing on poverty and learning about what we can do to help with that. Each region also has time set aside for a fun activity. 
Those can range from rope courses, cross-country skiing, birdhouse building, college campus tours, and more depending on which blue you attend. In the evenings at Blue for the overnight ones, there is a social time where you can do many activities or dance or even our service project. Um, at the Northwest Blue, we usually have a dance with a bunch of activities down in location we're at. There's pool, octoball or gaga ball, whichever you call it and the dance floor obviously then upstairs there's some snacks and drinks as well as the service project which you can work on and last year it was tie blankets what i think is the most fun at the dances is when almost like everybody is on the dance floor and we're all doing like a line dance we're all dancing to a song that we all like it's just like really fun. We're all like singing and belting it at the top of our lungs while dancing. I'm looking forward to having more in the future. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess that's something else we should mention. So how is blue or how are blue and teal going to look this year? Especially, you know, with the pandemic. Oh yeah, um, we are trying to plan some in-person and an online version of blue um and they'll kind of be like different weekends throughout february right um and then teal will have a one weekend in february where it's in person and online the same day hopefully we're hoping we can we're do in person but as there is a chance that it all might be virtual. Yeah, we just gotta wait and see how it goes. Yeah. And we would obviously have all the safety guidelines with masks and sanitization and social distancing. So it'll definitely be hard not going and hugging our friends, yeah. but well, we'll have to try really hard not to. An air hug. Air hugs. Air hugs and waving. You could always do that elbow touch that people have been talking about, you know, yes. like the high fives. Or we can just start doing feet fives because then, like, you're wearing shoes. So it's like true. Even farther away. Valid point. Everybody start doing feet fives when you greet everybody. Yes. All right. Well, I think that is a good amount of information. <laughs> so. Abigail and Lillian, thank you so much for joining us on Clover Chat today. Thanks for um, having us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and thank you to all you listeners for joining us on this month's episode. Next month, we will be talking about how 4-H and the pandemic have been working. Um, and if there is a topic that you would like to hear in Clover Chat, uh, please email mn4h-state ambiadvisors at umn.edu. Clover Chat is sponsored by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. See you next time. Four H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. 
4-H'ers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM, leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and so much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu slash 4-H.